What is going on, guys? We are back with another Hidden Falls Media Experience episode. I am joined with Donnie Harper. Yes. Guys, this podcast is going to be so good. And Donnie <laughs> is a true wizard at branding, especially within the e-com space. He has a clothing apparel line called Good Company. We're going to let him get into all that. But if you're struggling with any type of personal branding, if you're struggling getting any e-com sales moving through your door, if you're struggling as a clothing or apparel brand, this is the episode for you. You have to take notes. This is going to be a true masterclass. Donnie, welcome to the show. We're super happy to have you here. Man, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, I always like talking about uh, branding and marketing. I actually taught a class um, a week ago, a couple weeks ago on branding and marketing. And I uh, just want to help people, you know, in that area of their brand. So, so yeah, I'm thankful, man. Yeah, of course. I love it. Before we hop into good company and really the mission and the motive behind all that, how mm. in the world did you get from where you're at or where you were growing up as a kid, that 001 origin story, all the way through to today where you're running a super successful clothing apparel company? What does that look like? So, uh, man, to, to just to go back, um, grew up here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, I was raised by both of my, my grandparents and my mom and my stepfather. Uh, so during my childhood, I would stay over at my grandparents' house and I would go to school from, from there because the school that my mom wanted me to go to was in my grandparents' district. It was North Avondale. So I stayed in North Avondale um, Monday through Friday, went to school from my grandparents' house. Um, and then on the weekends, I would go home. And so that lasted up until like uh, junior high. And then, I, and then I moved in with my mom um, because the junior high school was in the district where my mom was at. So, yeah. uh, you know, doing that, man, uh, grew up, you know, normal child, man, um, hung with a lot of cats who, uh, you know, we smoked weed and, you know, drank and I'm just taking you back on mm -hmm. how the trend, the whole transition, you know, I was a normal kid, man, just did stuff. Uh, I was, um, I was a follower you know what I'm saying? Um, I kind of did what, what everybody else did in my community and it wasn't all bad stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't learn to be a leader till, till later on. Um, and it took me to be offended to really become a leader, you know? Uh, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start thinking for myself. And my mom always told me, think for yourself, be a leader. And, uh, but it didn't apply till I got older. Um, so I got into to, to music at an early age, right about 10 years old. I started writing. Um, in 12 years old, I started producing. Like I started producing music, my own yeah. tracks. So uh, doing that, got into music really heavy, man. I, I love basketball as well. Um, I thought I was going to play basketball. I had a pretty good <laughs> jump shot. You know what I'm saying? I was good with the handles. <laughs> so seven I, foot there, man. Yeah. <laughs> So I, so I thought I thought basketball was going to really be my thing until uh, until this music thing came in. So started writing songs at 10, producing at 12, uh, did that up until my mom passed away in 97. I think I was like 19 years old. And so uh, it really crushed me because I was living with my mom and my, and my stepfather. Right. We was living together. And when she passed away, I had to go live back with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wasn't out on my own. So uh, that really took a toll on me, man. But before, before my mom passed away, uh, my aunt started 
coming to get because we I never grew up in a in a church like a church setting right I never grew up going to church I think I went to church one time with my grandparents and it was the most freaking boringest thing in the whole world I would like just remember like playing with my car or something you know while we was in church it was so boring to me um so I never went to church my aunt started taking my mom to church and because my mom started going to church I started you know I Mm -hmm. went with her and so we joined this church uh, in Wanda Hills uh, called St. James. It was the first church I, I joined. And a couple years later, my mom passed away from cancer. But I remember the pastor saying, like, hey, we'll see our loved ones again, those who, are, who, who have accepted you know, Christ as their Lord and Savior. And um, I remember um, continuing to go to church and just learning about God and Cause something struck me when she passed away, it made me realize that, um, that it was more to life than just waking up, finding out what I need to do in this world for years and then dying. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, it has to be more than just that. Because if it's not more than, if it's not more to it than just that, then is this just a big experiment? Like, you know what I'm saying? And we are created too intricately. We are too smart. We, I mean, the way we are put together as humans, it took, it it seemed like it took a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? To just allow us to live, figure out life on your, I'm just going to place you in this location. I want you guys to just figure it out until you die. It's like, nah, it's, it's more to that, you know? And so that got me curious. And so I started you know, just seeking God and stuff like that. Then I started, I went from doing like secular music. When I got saved, I knew I couldn't rap about the same stuff. Mm. And so I started doing Christian hip hop. And so I started doing Christian hip hop in like 99, 98, 99. And the clothing thing started with the music because a lot of times as an artist, you have this hit song, you put that hit song on your shirt you know what I'm saying? Yep. You go to your concerts and you're selling the shirt with the song, you know, from the song. That's right. And so I think that's where my my bug for selling clothing came in. But I was always, I was considering myself always pretty fashionable. Like I worked at Foot Locker when I was young. And so we always, always had like the, the you know, the Jordans and, mm-hmm. you know, Penny Hardaways and stuff like that. I always kept nice shoes. Um, so that, that, that just transitioned into you know, life after, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After uh, just running the streets and stuff like that and Christian hip hop music, it translated into that. And so um, mom passed away, went to stay with my grandparents and um, I stayed in church, man. Uh, and in 2004, um, I married my best friend and my wife. And so we've been married, we've been married, no, it's 2005, 2005, I got married, 2004, I got my GED because I had dropped out of high school in the 11th grade. So, you know, dropped out of high school. I promised my mom I would get my GED, mm-hmm. got my GED, got married. You know, now I'm married with kids, man. Um, and I got a call to pastor and to, I think it was 2015. 2015, I think I got called to pastor. And 2014, and I preached for five years. So during that five-year period, 
uh, I put the music down. Mm. So put the music down. I'm a pastor now, <laughs> preaching every Sunday. And um, I'm like, well, since I'm not doing music, and I was working at, I was working at, for Cincinnati, I was working for Cincinnati Public Schools. I was a first grade para uh, mm. math teacher. Um, I got really burnt out uh, really fast of, of that job, man. And that's where the idea for the apparel line came back up. And I was like, you know what, man, I really want to do something else outside of, um, you know, teaching. I don't think this is for me to work for somebody else. Um, man, I remember laying in my bed, I was thinking about this clothing line. And then I came up with the name of Good Company Apparel. Um, the Really what it was, man, is I wanted to accomplish three things with my brand, with my clothing line. The first thing is I wanted a brand that everybody could relate to and connect to. So no matter age, race, language, country you come from, I wanted everybody to feel a part of our brand. The second thing that was more important than that is that the brand pushed a positive message and not just positive um, because we have a ton of positive messages in apparel, in songs, on TV, and we need that. But I was like, I want to kind of go beyond um, just being positive. I want to find a need. Um, so it had to push a positive message and it had to be, it had to fill a void. The third thing is personally, I got tired of the only option seemed to be is wearing somebody else's name on me hmm. or somebody else's movement. Right. So I was like, man, I don't, what if I don't, what if, what about me? What about who I am at the end of the day? Can I wear something that, that represents me personally? And I started thinking about it and I was like, maybe it's some other people who feel the same way. And not that wearing Jordan or anybody else brand or if your friend starts a clothing line and it's his name on it. I mean, we want to support our family and our friends. So there's nothing wrong with that. I just wanted another option hmm. to wear me sometimes. And so that's where the name Good Company came from. Um, and of course, not company as in corporation, but company as in the people you surround yourself with. I feel like that's a message that's needed in our in our society today is to yeah. watch the people that you surround yourself with. But I also believe that it's something that every human being on this earth can relate to, no matter your ethnicity, no matter your country, language, you know, religion. I believe that everybody wants to be around good people. Everybody wants good company around them, around their family, around their children. And I think, man, we strive to be good company, right? So um, when you, if you feel like you're good company and you wear something called good company, then you're really wearing yourself. You're not wearing the owner. You're not wearing me. You're not even wearing my idea. It wasn't my idea to want good company around. That's, that's been people's idea. People have been wanting that before the brand existed. Mm -hmm. So our brand is just an extension of who you already are. It's nothing mm -hmm. you have to buy into. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's <laughs> <And> so, so <laughs> good. That, <laughs> that in and of itself is just, it's, it's the best form of marketing that there is because mm. it's already identifiable within every market group. You're not having to change somebody's mind. You don't have to shift their paradigm of how they live their life. It's, Absolutely. It's lock and key into everything. You know, Donnie, I think people are born with superpowers. I think one of yours watching you from afar and getting to know you over the last few years is your creativity mm. and your ability to connect with people. I think those are two tremendous superpowers that a lot of people just don't have.
I think there's a ton of people that want to be that level of creativity, but yeah. they, it falls flat because they're too busy about impressing other people or living in their own sphere mm. instead, of, um, instead of taking that leap, right? It takes a lot of creativity and a lot of faith and strength to be able to take that leap and say, the yeah. life I'm living right now is not my forever place. That's right. I understand that my mind is open enough to see the horizon out in front of me that I'm in control. Yeah. So with that creativity, you're truly living almost like an alchemist lifestyle. You're able to really take something that's not great and turn it into gold because of that level of creativity. And I think that superpower resonates with a ton of people. And it's part of the reason as to what makes you a good super connector, the ability Mm -hmm. to connect and resonate with people through messaging, through conversation, and have that type of aura around you that brings and breathes good company. Right, right because wow. we can tell when it's we can tell when it's faked. When people are trying to be fake and not trying to be their true authentic self, or they're not being the best company or even good company in general, yeah, you can tell. You can tell that it's faked out and bullshit, and it yep. doesn't resonate. So yep. with having those two superpowers kind of vibrating back and forth with one another, I think it truly created an incredible force out there. Thank you. Thank you. And I think I got a lot of it from, I, I know I got a lot of it from my mom, man, just uh, mm-hmm. the creativity, um, you know. So she, man, back in the day, bro, she was the first one like cutting up her jeans. Now this was in the eighties. Like they didn't sell jeans that they had slits in them and cuts mm-hmm. in them. Like she would live, I would watch her take some scissors and cut slits in her jeans. She was the, like, one of the first people I seen with, with an earring like up in like up here on her, like only stuff that rock stars would do, yeah. you know, not, especially not blacks in the, in, the, in, in that time, you know, black, mm-hmm. especially black women. Like she was just always super creative, man, outgoing. She was a people person. She knew how to read people. That, that was her thing. Like she knew how to read people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I picked that up from her, you know, people would come in like when I worked at Foot Locker people would come in and they would be upset about a shoe that they bought or it didn't fit or I mean it would be really upset and I would be able to talk them down and and and, and calm them down and let them know that everything is going to be okay we're going to take care of you it's not a big deal you know I'll work with you you know and so I had that gift of people of, of knowing people yeah. and, and and communicating with people in a way that made them feel welcome, made them feel appreciated. And I apply that to the, to this day in our store, you know, our teammates um, who work with us and a teammate is uh, just another word for employee. Um, but I like to call them teammates because they're, they're truly teammates with me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're all in this thing together. Um, but we have a no cell phone policy in our store. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is when customers enter right now, we can, now it's a, it's a laid back, fun environment you come in good company apparel we listen to music you know uh the teammates we we chilling we on our phones we on facebook we we (laughs) we posting pictures right of the customers when 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 they leave um but when customers come in to shop we don't have a phone anymore and it's simply because it's two things it helped with two things it lets customers know that we're attentive, that we're that we're ready to help them. And even if somebody come in and say, I'm just looking, we don't go back to our cell phones ever. <laughs> we we still say, okay, how's your day? 
Mm. What you doing today? I like your outfit. I like those shoes. Compliment them. You know, engage in the conversation. We treat our store like it's our house. There's no way in this world you'll let somebody come in your house and you don't say nothing to them. Right. You don't greet them. You don't ask them how their day is going. Right. <laughs> so it, it, it lets people know that we we are ready to serve them. And two, it cuts down on theft because mm. if you're always you know, communicating with the customer, if you're always engaged, you know, it's less likely that they'll, they'll try to take something from you. But that's the culture at our store, man. We, we love to engage and, and to talk to customers and engage with people. It shows, it shows throughout all of your marketing that it's not faked. It's not a front. And that yeah. the, the kind of, we hear, per, we hear personal branding and we hear the idea of branding and really what I've, there's two different, there's two differentiations I want to make. Um, and I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this too. I think marketing is a game of memorization. <laughs> and I think okay. branding is a game of atmosphere. Okay. So okay. What kind of help, kind of help me, uh, kind of help me digest your definition of those two so I can sure. make sure I'm understanding. And so we're I think, I think all great marketing is the ability for us to remember something that we normally wouldn't. So a game of memorization. I think that's the brand's or the marketing's number one job in a company is to get somebody to memorize who you are and what you do. Absolutely. It's marketing is not about the sale you make today. Correct. It helps. It helps a ton Correct. It. It's the game of getting your customers to memorize who you are and what you do. That's Where I it. think brand takes over is exactly what you were talking about. What's that, what's that intangible thing, that reputation yeah. or that ecosphere or that, uh, that buzz that's around something that isn't about the game of memorization. But what's fascinating right. is that there is overlap though. It is. It is. We remember emotion and we tie significance to memorable things that have emotion attached to them. <laughs> so when you blend the two, you really get a nice kind of powerhouse. And I think that's something that good companies done really well. Whether you were cognizant of that's kind of the thing you were blending or not, I think you've done a tremendous job with that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, man. I, um, you know, for, for a while, as being in apparel, you can get caught up. And a couple things you can get caught up in trying to keep up with somebody else's brand. Mm. Um, you know, I had, I sold t-shirts for two years before I had one hoodie to sell. So, you know, and it was because I couldn't afford hoodies. Mm. I had to, I had to, I had to sell what I could afford to sell. Um, because you'll see somebody else have hoodies and you'll be like, oh, I'm gonna get some hoodies too. Mm -hmm. And you see somebody else get sweatsuits, you'll be like, oh, yep, I need to get sweatsuits because they got sweatsuits. And in the back of your, in, 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 up front, you don't wanna, um, you don't wanna admit that you're doing things because somebody else is doing it, right? But you, it's the, it's the, it's the keeping up with the Joneses, so to say. Mm. But I've learned to not keep up with the Joneses. I've learned to go at my pace and to not go broke by trying to keep up with somebody else. Um, so, so doing that, um, you know, and having this year, I realized, and we've been in existence six years, I realized in my sixth year, the, the, the importance of marketing mm. and branding. I, I realized the strength in marketing and branding. And this is, a, and this is a tip that people will have to pay for that I'm about to give. Uh-oh. Okay? 
this Uh-oh, is this everybody is, take notes. This is something that that people will pay for in the in upcoming really soon. I'm gonna teach a, a marketing and branding mm-hmm. um, class uh, soon here. Um, what I've learned is it's not about having the best because the best is subjective mm. to the people you're selling it to. So it's, it, it's about doing your best. That's different. But my goal is not to have the best product to other people because it's subjective. So somebody might see good company and be like, it's okay. It's not, it's not my, it's not my thing. And they're valid. Somebody else might say good company. It's my, it's my number one clothing line. I love everything about it. But that's their opinion. It's not a fact. So I got in my mind that I can't try to be the best to people. I can do my best to put out the best product. But to have the title of having the best is not my thing anymore. My mission now is to simply let more people know that I exist than you do. Hmm. Because think about it. <laughs> Think about it. If you if 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 you get up from your seat today and you 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 go outside and you see a flyer laying on the ground for Crest Toothpaste, you like, okay. You get in your car and you turn on the radio and you hear another you hear a commercial about Crest Toothpaste. Right? And you get out of your car, you go into the supermarket or you go into a store and you see a poster for Crest Toothpaste. Now, Colgate is probably just as good to some people, right? The packaging looks great for Colgate. It looks just as good as Crest. But if you have on your mind to go get some toothpaste, the first toothpaste that you'll probably think to get is Crest. It's not that one is better than the other. It's simply because Crest got your attention more than Colgate did. 100%. And so that's what I'm on right now. Mm. I'm like, I need to, because it's other clothing lines that have dope products. I can't, you can't do nothing about that, right? Mm. But what I need to do is I need to let you know I exist more than just the other, than the other brands. A hundred percent. And that has really shifted a lot in the last three to four years with social media really taking off. Absolutely. the level of attention that is needed to get to the same number of sales every month and every year, that attention spike is going through the roof. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and it's guerrilla marketing too. Mm, that, yeah, I, that I'm more so talking about because social media is easy. I, we, we, we post in our sleep. You know what I mean? We can mm-hmm. we, we, we have, I heard of services out there that you can download like Hootsuite and stuff that'll post for you on a schedule. But what people are not doing as much is the guerrilla marketing mm. is Go the into that a little bit. The, so billboards, um, flyers being set in people's stores, posters, um, on, on, on telephone poles, um, you know, stickers, just that physical hand to hand, just everything except digital, mm. something that you can physically come in contact with, you know, um, what I started doing is I'm giving out decal um, cool. for free. So I'm actually installing the decal on people's cars. It's a 10 inch good co uh, logo. Let me see if I can. You got a nice slap to throw on them. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna see if I can pull yeah, up brought- something real quick. <clears throat> so yeah, so, so something like this. Like you see, mm-hmm. my friend, like she yep. got the decal on her car. And then for everybody listening, because we do have a lot more people that listen than watch, it's just a plain white and translucent sticker that's going right on the top of the back uh, windshield. Got you. Thank you for for sharing that. The people uh, will will hear more. Um, so yeah, yeah, it, it's it's exactly that, and they're they're putting it on their windshield. And I have a goal, and I'm giving them away free. So I have a goal to do a hundred cars by the end of this year and a goal to do 500 by next year. That's awesome. So that's what I'm saying. That, that marketing, that visibility, um, we, we, we have yard signs that we give away for free. And so the yard sign says my house will keep, and then the good co logo under it. So my house will keep good company. Right. And then it has the website and then the address to the store up under that. Mm. And so we're giving those away for free. So people come in the store, they shop. Hey, you want a yard sign? Yeah, my house will keep good company. Absolutely. My house going to keep good company. And they put that in a yard sign and people are starting to say, man, I'm seeing this logo everywhere. And I'm like, Mm. gotcha. Gotcha. It's not about having the best looking clothes. It's about the memorization. It's about the memorization. Oh, I love it. (laughs) that's so funny that you were already coming down that path as we were starting to kind of merge that together. That's, that's incredible, but you're a hundred percent right. And I think what makes, I think what makes your brand so memorable that people should take a lesson from if there's the one absolute thing, it's that you attached a meaning and a message to the actual brand itself. It's not just a, Hey, we're X, Y, Z clothing company and we just sell this type of apparel, right? Right. It there's a mission. You feel something different about you when you put on the hat, when you put on the hoodie, you throw that jacket on, you're letting the rest of the world know through that message that I represent this. Yes. And there's because it naturally is warming and it naturally feels human centric, it's automatically going to go through the roof. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. We've got one more question, but before we get into that, I want to let you get a plug in. Where can people find you? Where should they be following you? Because everybody, you need to be following Donnie on this. It is a masterclass in marketing and human development. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, my website is goodcoapparel.com, G-O-O-D-C-O-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. And all of my social media handles are, is the exact same, Good Co Apparel. Everything is at Good Co Apparel, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I love it. We'll leave all those links inside the show notes too so everybody can find them. Donnie, I asked the same question to everybody this year so far, wrapping these things up. COVID's been a shit show for tons <laughs> of businesses, right? And yes. we saw two flips of the coin happen with this. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. first side was that businesses that were traditionally brick and mortar realized how digitally poor they were on their online presence. Oh, and yeah. starting to come in droves online. The flip is happening too, where companies that started entirely online are looking for all these stores that were traditionally brick and mortar and looking to extend their online brand through a brick and mortar store because they understand it's about to become super cheap and available attention. Yes. 
what does the rest of this year look like for you? What does the next big strand look like? So that way people can follow you on this mission and start to look out and say, ah, he mentioned that a few months ago on the podcast. Now I see it out there in action. Now I see what he means by X, Y, Z. What does that look like for you? So um, more, more, marketing opportunities more collaborations with uh with schools uh we do that uh, a great deal so um Purcell Marion is a school we just collaborated with um and what they what we do is they either have their their logo on the front mm-hmm. and they may have the good co logo on the back um with Purcell this time they put the good co on the front Ooh. and they put the pm they put their logo on the sleeve and so it's just reiterating that message about keeping good company around you, even in the schools. Um, collaborating with Procter & Gamble, we print we print for Procter & Gamble uh, their uniform shirts and stuff like that, events that they may have coming up. So it's, it's I, I wanna get more into collaborating with other major brands. Um, I have a dream to have the Good Co logo on NBA basketball jerseys instead of like Wish or stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, and, and, I, and I've dreamed that because I know it can happen because of the message of the brand. I mean, even mm-hmm. off the court, you want your players to make sure that they keep good company around them because totally. it's a, it's accountability. It's an accountability brand as well. It's not just telling you who you should be around, but it's also reminding you of who you need to keep around. Right. So I think it, I think it helps subconsciously every time you see this logo, it's like, and you know it's almost a community you know if, if you mm-hmm. if you have on good company especially here in cincinnati um and somebody who don't and i heard these stories hundreds of times right if you have on good company apparel and you're walking down the street or you at the mall or whatever somebody you don't even know who knows the brand they'll point ah i see you keeping good company <laughs> you know it's like it, it's become this community thing yes. you know because at the end of the day no matter our racial differences no matter our you know uh religious differences if somebody who knows good company they see somebody else in good company it's like man that's the one thing we do have in common though is that we both want good people around us and whatever that definition of good people um it's subjective you know but it's the it's it's the the feeling and the acknowledgement that i do need good people around me and if you have on that shirt or a hat or a jacket or whatever, and I recognize that, I understand that we both have that thing in common. So look for that, man. Look for more collaborations um, with companies and just for us to be everywhere. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's Johnny, the goal. One more time, where can people find you? Yeah, goodcoapparel.com. Again, that's G-O-O-D-C-O-A-P-P-A-R-E-L, goodcoapparel.com. And that's also our Facebook Instagram and Twitter is good at good co apparel. I love it, man. Thank you so much for being on the show, guys. That wraps up this episode. We will catch you in the next one. We've got some killer lineups coming with some amazing entrepreneurs. I can't wait for you to check it out. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, go over, give Donnie and his page some love. And until next time, we will catch you later. Go make somebody smile today.